What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Steel and Teal. It's been a freaking minute, but as always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. Jim from the Fan and the Van podcast. Censored my such. <laughs> Why do Tufal makes an appearance, everybody? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I got it, Garrett. I'm glad you let me on tonight. Jesus. Appreciate the Doc <laughs> Rivers voice shout out there, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not Ben's fault. It's not Ben's fault. I, we're going to do what we're going to do. I was trying to word it, like, in a way of, like, things that he would say, but you doing it. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'll just let him do it. Did you I'm like, see? I'm like, I'm like, Garrett say what Doc Rivers would say. And Doc Rivers' voice, just insert here. I, w- I want you to find, have you ever heard what he sounded like before his voice just shattered? Oh, God, it, it can't be any worse than fucking Patrick Mahomes sounding like Kermit the Frog. Now, I'll tell you what we're going to do, Jim. What we're going to do is we're, we're going to go out. We're going to win the game. It's going to be great. Really great. We're doing a good job. You know, we're the underdog. I'll, I'll be the villain if I need to be the villain. <laughs> uh, we're starting off hot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we missed last week, so we got to make up. That's for true. It. That's true. So, I apologize for the inconsistencies. Uh, things have been insane for me personally lately. Uh, I'll be perfectly honest, as I always am with every with you guys. Uh, I slept through <laughs> our recording <laughs> session last week. I just woke up and it was like eleven o'clock, and I'm like, "Wow, well, well, now I'm an asshole." <laughs> I'm like, my bad, dude. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I wound up taking I wound up taking a nap after work, and then I woke up. Oh, same. And then I woke up, and it was seven. So I'm like, all right. Well, I have my alarm set for seven fifty-five, so I, I I got fifty-five minutes. And then all of a sudden, the alarm doesn't go off because, like a schmuck, instead of hitting snooze, I hit stop. Been there. And then. The, the only thing that woke me up was at the phone, like on my chest, was when you messaged me. I felt it, so I was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh shit! All right, let me grab everything. Let me go down to the van and let's just fucking get this thing going." Oh, you're good, dude. I was um, what was it? Yeah, I, I just sometimes I just sleep through those things. I, I get it. I, have you ever done a thing where you set your alarm into your calculator on your phone? Or is Drunk, that just yeah. me? No, I've done that fucking hammered. We've all done that. I've done it for PM before instead of AM. I'm like, man, why did that alarm go off? And I look at it, I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did I did that back when I worked at AutoZone, and it was for an inventory. Mm-hmm. Instead of setting my alarm clock for 4 AM, I set it for 4 PM and woke up at 2 PM. And I was like, I feel like I had to be somewhere today. And all of a sudden, there's like 90 missed calls. 40 yep. text messages, 85 voicemails. I was like, where are you? Where are you? Uh, you better get to a store real quick because we need to have a serious conversation. I'm like, you, you know, kind of like in the words of Dave, I was like, yeah, all these people could get fucked. <laughs> I've been there before. I was interning for uh, the Georgia Southern Athletic Marketing Department. And I set my alarm for PM instead of AM. We had a early game so i'm out there and i just i wake up and i roll over and i see 20 missed calls 13 missed texts 10 voice or voicemails and i'm like 
the fuck is everyone calling me? And I looked, I was like, oh, uh oh. <laughs> Called him back, like, what are you doing? I'm like, grabbing a hat and pants. <laughs> it's like, I'm on the way. <laughs> I got pro- My bad, dude. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. Don't fire me, please. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. So, for we got to keep it steel and teal, and we got to talk about the, oh, the oh. awards. The awards. We'll, yes. we'll go. We'll go one at a time. Two MVP, nights in a row. I got to do this. I can't wait. MVP was Lamar. No issues. Mm. No issues at all. When nah. Well, when you look at McCaffrey again, and because we said it last night. When you look at the numbers, and granted, they're two different positions, but when one guy is leading in every statistical category and another guy isn't leading in any of them and is, like, tied seventh in interceptions and tied 85th for this and tied whatever for this and is bottom tier in this, I don't think that's MVP, but because this whole thing has become a popularity contest, it's a quarterback award at this point, but here it makes sense. Well, yeah, it has become a because every because how many quarterbacks have won it and yeah. like how many years have been now, but it's also now they're going based off this bullshit PFF stupid fucking algorithm that makes no sense. And and, and we'll get into that with the one award because they we'll literally use the they'll because they use the one stat that another stat intertwines and proves. That I'm right yet again, and PFF is absolutely wrong. Your algorithm sucks, so and, and, t- and just and just heavy analytics needs to go. What what you're telling me is the NFL has nine ninety nine for a monthly subscription. <laughs> they probably they probably fucking do. I get fucking into it. I get into it with a, a dude on Twitter. We were going back and forth, and he was like, "Do you not know what?" CPOE and adjusted pass percentages. You have a sports podcast. I'm like, I fucking know what it is, but also I can watch the game, and I yeah. can understand. Like, but okay. So basically, what happened? I, w- I was talking about how Purdy is not greater than the sum of the parts that are that team. He's not. Well, well, he's the tenth best player on his team. But that's also not a that's not a shot at him. No, but his parting shot at Cam was. That's fair, but he's not. That's not so for me. That like Purdy is a good quarterback. He's a he's a top ten quarterback. I'll give yeah. him that. He's a top ten quarterback, and that's not, before you fucking Niners fans come at me. That is a good place to be. That is a good yeah. compliment. And honestly, someone said it best. Uh, it was Nick Wright said it best that he said his ceiling is uh, peak Mark Brunell. Yeah, which for those of you who may or may not remember, the mid to late '90s, the Jaguars were a fucking force. Yeah, and mid to late, yeah, and peak Mark Brunell. That's not a negative thing. You're like, oh, it's a place for a poverty franchise, a place for the Jaguars. Yeah, like no, that's look at the stats. If you go go look at your advanced analytics. Peak Mark Brunell was a really good quarterback, but he also was the benefit of a Hall of Fame left tackle. He was also the benefit of Jimmy Smith, who should be in the Hall eventually, Fred Taylor, and a good defense. Yeah. So he, it's it's a good. Is it a is it a one to one comparison? No, there will never be a true one to one comparison. But it's a 
good comparison, and it's a good bar to measure him by. Purdy's a good quarterback. He's not the best in the league, but he's a good quarterback. But he's also in a situation to where any almost any quarterback would do well. They wouldn't do what he's doing, but they would they would crawl their way to a nine win season. Like you could yeah, put but- Dorian, you could put Dorian Thompson Robinson in there, or PJ Walker, and they would crawl their way to a nine win season. But you don't need him to be the main guy because look at the parts that are around him sure. that make him that much better. A lot of it, yes, is yards after catch that makes his numbers look a lot better. Right. And again, that's not a knock on Purdy. No. Listen, nobody, I, I think the hate on Purdy is because he's one of what? Three or four quarterbacks that have reached this part already. Like Tom Brady, yeah, and I forget that there's another guy that there was too, but a guy who was the last pick in the draft that's supposed to literally be irrelevant and is relevant, and was drafted by a team that literally went out in free agency and and trades and brought in every weapon to win now, yeah, and he gets the hate on it because. He doesn't have to put up the flashy numbers like Mahomes or like Justin Herbert or he doesn't you know, have to and he still is though. That's the thing. Like that's why numbers up when you have McCaffrey running for a hundred plus a game and Debo like six or seven receptions like eighty to hundred and thirty yards and Ayuk the same thing and hefty trash bag man bun George Kittle for like three or four at like sixty yards. So you yeah. don't need Purdy to be, you don't. You, all you need Purdy to do is just execute the gameplay. You don't need him to be the guy running around like Mahomes does to extend the play because the offensive line gives him time to stand in the pocket and do what he has to do. And that's a perfect game manager to me. Yeah, and now and, I'm, not gonna, I'm not knocking him being a game manager at all. No, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what you want. They all praise Nick Foles when he was doing it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's to me, like if you look at his stats for 2024, if we if we want to look at the advanced analytics, yeah. if you want to <laughs> we'll look at the analytics here and be a box score watcher, 69% completion, 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's a damn good year. Like it, it's pretty, he's a good quarterback, but you also got to think about the, the sum of the parts. You got to look at the whole team because this is a team game. And yeah. I, I'm, I know we've done it in the past, but I think what I'm going to start doing is it's quarter or wins and losses aren't strictly a quarterback stat. No, but the quarterback is also responsible for a hefty chunk of that win or loss. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to pull up. And the reason why I think McCaffrey didn't win MVP, but he won offensive player of the year is because to me, MVP is, is it the, it's in the name. It's the most valuable player to that specific team and in the NFL. And if you put if you put Lamar on the 49ers, they're winning 17 games. Like it's not even remotely close. Like if you do that, you're winning 17 games. If you put Lamar on and what Lamar brings to this game is some it, it's just different. So sorry, I'm pulling up the rushing stats uh for the Niners last year. And yeah, they rushed for twenty three hundred yards last year. 
So and there it, it's it's not just McCaffrey. Like McCaffrey is a great running back. He's an absolute like he he's a fucking stud of a running back. But you also have to keep in mind that in this situation, it goes to the most valuable player, and that would be to that specific team. That value isn't just in stats. It's what happens to this team when this guy's not in the lineup. And we saw that last year. They dropped a full touchdown per... They averaged like 20... I think it was 21.3 or something per game with Lamar, and then 14... Yeah, Sorry, 21.7 yeah. with, 14.3 without. That's what it was. So yeah. a yeah, right full around. score less with somebody else. Like, that's a hard... That, that's a lot of losses. That's a lot to overcome. So I get why Lamar won it. It makes sense to me. Like it, it I, 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 I'm not mad at it. I agree with it completely. I disagree with some of these award picks, but that's you know that. Well, we'll get there. That's why I feel about Lamar. So if Lamar wasn't going to win, do you think it should have been McCaffrey? Yeah, that's fair. I like McCaffrey winning OPOY and not MVP because what he brought to the game there is like you said, he led in almost every category. Like, dude was, dude's in, in, he's a almost, I don't want to say he's an invaluable piece because they did fine without him during stretches last year. Yeah. So it's, but he's definitely, you're better with him than without him, but you're still serviceable without him because of the strength of your line, because of the weapons you have on that offense. So that's why I feel like he won OPOI, but he didn't win MVP. So that one I get. Uh, yeah, I, I, could, I could see it from that retrospect because you always got to see it from the other side of the spectrum. You can't yeah. just, you know, unlike unlike Browns fans who see things on only this side of the spectrum, which is pure delusional and no common sense at all. You can look at it from this point of view and then this point of view and just be neutral in the middle. I, you know, you could there, there's people that are going to say McCaffrey got robbed of the award. Mm-hmm. It's I, it's it's not that. It's just, I, mean, I think what hurt McCaffrey winning it is that he doesn't even have to be the guy. Because you have Debo, because you have Ayuk, you have Juszczyk, you have Kittle, you have all these other weapons at, at, at your disposal that if he goes down for a game or two, they're still fine. They're absolutely fine. You 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 don't have to you know and and again like when Lamar went down last year, you literally dropped in everything, yeah. points per game, yards per game, you know, passing yards per game, you name it. They they dropped, and that's because Huntley is not. He's a good backup in a blowout situation, but asking Huntley to carry a season is not that. that is not that good. No, and he can't that, do it. He's not a game manager. I just love this. I'm just going to start using that word all the time now. I mean, we're going to say it at work. You know, like when something happens, make, yeah, you're not a good game manager. And now I'm just going to use advanced PFF analytics to why. Well, and like, fuck it. Let's get into it. The the snub of the night. <laughs> snub of the night? More like the biggest fucking bullshit fucking heist of the century. So. Oh, uh, God. Let, let's get into it. Uh, the the people's DPOI won last night when the true DPOI did not. Yep. Defensive player of the year should have been TJ Watt. Absolutely. 
But according now, to the PS nerds who sit in their basement eating Swanson's TV dinner, no, because you went based off of one stat in your algorithm. One. One that has the sum of two parts. Which was because what? The, because the pass rush rate, which, okay. For, for Browns fans that will listen to this when this gets released, Miles Garrett is a talented edge rusher. Absolutely. Okay? He's a freak of nature. Don't get me wrong. But you can't tell me for six weeks where he did nothing. You couldn't even find him in the Where's Wildo book. Okay? Nick Herbig had more multi-game sacks in that six-game span than he did. And and players like Parsons can come out and say that T.J. Watt's not even a top-five defensive end pass rusher. First off, you play on a team that's fucking overhyped for 30 years. Okay, that's one. Then you have the pass rush rate, which is the only thing they focused on. Right. And Miles Garrett was better by like 3 4%. But in that stat is also another stat. Probability of sacking the quarterback, which TJ Watt obliterates him by 5%. People say, oh, that's not a huge margin. But again, by statistical stats, that's a huge margin. Yep. It's like, you know, it, it's almost like when you're on the field and people look at, you know, a fourth and two situation when you should kick a field goal instead of going for it. And maybe you'd be in the Super Bowl fucking Dan Campbell, you meathead. <laughs> <laughs> but if Browns fans are sitting there and you're saying that the stats don't matter, well, then PFF proved you right. But you're wrong because if stats didn't matter, again, why are they tracked? Right. Tracking them. So when TJ Watt statistically beat out Miles Garrett by a landslide in almost every category, and then they were tied in two, okay, and then he fucking totally obliterated Parsons on the other end of it, you're telling me that that's not the defensive player of the year when you look at all the stats. And by the way, people bitching that TJ Watt aired out that he didn't win it an hour before, get bent, okay, because that's the most gangster thing. T.J. Watt could possibly do. And he stands by it, and I'm here for it. Fuck Miles Garrett. Fuck Cleveland. He also, Micah Parsons also wasn't the most double-teamed player in football. That would be and, Micah Parsons. And that's the other thing is that, you know, they use that too, that Miles Garrett gets double-teamed and that team's only game plan for him, which is he, bullshit because he's not even the most. Because Team's game plan for TJ Watt. They game plan for Parsons. They game plan for Aaron Donald. They game yep. plan for Josh Allen Sr. They game plan. You like that, right? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. They, they, the offense's game plan for the whole defense, but they know who the focal point of it is. And TJ Watt gets double teamed just as much as the next guy and triple teamed and held. And choked and damn near fucking gang raped, uh, uh, you know, uh, on any play throughout the game. So if you're using that as another statistical fact, that's bullshit. It's bullshit. He's de- he's not double teamed as much as everybody, but he's also still double teamed. That's the thing. It, it still happens. You still game plan for the guy. And if you don't, that's on you. So if you look at their stats side by side, TJ Watt. One interception. 
three fumbles recovered, four forced fumbles, one defensive touchdown, 19 sacks, 68 combined tackles, 48 solo, 20 assists, 19 TFLs, and 36 QB hits. Miles Garrett. No interceptions. (laughs) Bingo. Uh, Three passes deflected, which I forgot to do for TJ. Uh, He had eight. (laughs) Since we want to check the box score here, he did eight. Four forced fumbles. Tied. Yep. Going back to fumbled recovered. One. No. So he lost. No defensive touchdowns. 14 sacks. 42 combined tackles, 33 solo, 9 assisted, 17 TFLs, 30 QB hits. So 42, 33, 9, 17, and 30 is less than 68, 48, 20, 19, and 36. Yeah, so where did PFF go to fucking school to learn their math? If you even if you even want to go into advanced analytics and we want it, if we want to go there, let's go there. All right, fuck it, let's go. The, the whole thing is, though, like, if Miles Garrett's numbers were close and they gave it to him, I wouldn't be arguing it because it's like, okay, if the numbers are almost eerily similar, then okay. And it came, and if it came down to one statistical category where he was one better mm-hmm. than TJ, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Take the, take the hatred for the Browns out of it. Then I would be fine with that. Yep. But you, but, you, but the NFL got suckered into into what MLB has done with these advanced algorithms that nobody other than nerdy mathematical pricks give a shit about. Like you have war, whip, this, that, fucking slip, slope, whatever the fuck they have in baseball now. You know what I care about? Wins, losses. If you're a pitcher, ERA walks the strikeouts. That's all I care about. It's some advanced analytics are helpful, but not all of them. I, I maybe as far as managing the game, yes. Yeah, for managing the game, advanced analytics are helpful. For predicting things, advanced analytics are helpful. For like, oh well, you know, his adjusted passing percentage is blah 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 blah. Cool. Don't give a fuck about adjusted. What happened? Was it dropped? Yeah. Was it overthrown? Was it intercepted? Yeah. Like, well, what's like, the... Oh, so, so if you tell me an adjusted pass rate, is it, say, 20%? Okay. That's all well and good. But what was the end of, let's say, that one play? What was the end of it? Was it a sack? A fumble? What was it? Yeah. Because if it was nothing, then why are you just giving this man an award? It, it goes and it, back, and it's, not, and it's not to take his talent away. No, he's a great talent. He's one of the best edge rushers in the game. At all, I mean, he's right. He's in the top five, easily, and he's in the top five. And and you cannot discredit that as much as you hate a team. Okay, if there's a guy on a team that you can't stand, but he is a great player, you have to give him his credit where it's due. So for you. You, you, so for you Browns fans that have no intellect, I am telling you that I will give Miles Garrett his due, but he's not defensive player of the year when you don't. It's a 17-week season, right? Right. Well, 17-game season, 18 weeks. Okay. Right. You play 17 games. 
you can't take six games off. And no. don't give me don't give me well his shoulder was banged up because you know how many people played a whole year with like a torn meniscus, a torn this, a busted rotator. Baker Mayfield played with fucking every injury that he that, that you can name when he was in Cleveland. My quarterback got murdered this year. <laughs> Tre- Trevor got murdered this year. Your fucking quarterback looked like at, at at one point like what like he looked like a drawing they would use in like forensic science school. <laughs> and, my, listen, my... And, and and the thing is this he could have easily sat out the rest of the year. No, and he tried. He, he came back and and said fuck this. So I give Miles Garrett credit for playing through all that, but. Again, when you produced nothing those last six weeks, then on top of that, you go into the biggest playoff game that you have to win to to make us stop laughing at your franchise, and you shit the bed against C.J. Stroud and who should have won Coach of the Year, which was another fucking robbery. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give Stefanski credit for keeping this team afloat. And we even discussed this last night where, where like people give coaches too much credit because it's the players that have to execute. But I think Stefanski kind of knew, like, okay, we lost Watson. We have to put in DTR. DTR's out. Now we have to use Walker. Well, he sucks. Bye-bye. I have no choice. I'm going to take the biggest risk. I'm going to call Joe Flacco, who's literally at Costco right now buying fucking pretzel rod sticks. And I'm going to call him. And he didn't know what Joe Flacco was going to bring to the table. No. Not an idea of what he was going to do. And listen, I'll give Joe Flacco credit. He came out there and he made people, he proved people wrong. He but again, performed the guy they're paying forty yeah. million. You 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 outperform you outperform the alleged predator, okay. And yet, when it mattered most, they shit the bed again. Yeah, it's for me and for the people who are like, did he really do it? Like, yeah, if you pull up Deshaun Watson and you pull up his stats for twenty twenty four. Or 2023, they're going to be the same in 2024. Uh, if you <laughs> just a matter of what week he claims to be hurt this time, exactly. And I, I get some of it to a degree. Like, again, I, I really do get some of it. Like, you may be being medically cleared and being game ready are different. I'll give him that. Oh, well, that, and that, that. that goes to case in point with like at the end of the year with Aaron Rodgers and Jets fans, like. Oh, right, well, he's medically cleared, so he could play. And it's like, first off, you're not anywhere near playoff contention. Not even if you were playing fucking Madden, this Jet team was nowhere near playoff right. contention. And Aaron Rodgers came out, and he even said, he goes, medically cleared and game ready are on two different levels. Yep. And he goes, I'm not going to rush back out there. And I've seen people where they bashed him for it, and it's like, yeah, you could do that, but you're wrong. Yeah. Are you ready for the stats for? Oh, hang on, let me pull up the. Uh... Oh, let's get ready for the fucking Deshaun Watson. I'm overpaid and can't produce to the worth of my contract stats. 
trying to pull up their salary cap for 2023 so we can see how much Flacco was paid. Flacco, I think, was paid in a Costco membership. <laughs> All right, let's get this thing figured out. That's 2023 Cleveland Browns salary cap. Let's do it by base salary. That's not right. What the hell? That was weird. All right. Here. This will be easier. Yeah. He's making so Deshaun's making 46 million. He's making fucking 45.99 million too much. Joe Flacco is making 4.05 million. And outperformed the guy that you traded years of draft capital for. Which includes another another 4.05 based on wins incentives. And one more oh, than Watson. No, sorry. The total is 4.05 if he hits all of his incentives. I apologize. So and now he, we're correct on that. And he missed one of them. But I'll, I'll give the Browns credit for this. They did the right thing and they gave him the money. Because, yep. hell, they used to giving out money anyway. Yep. Are you ready for the stats? Oh, let's listen to these fucking we're, garbage stats of Watson. We're, we're not taking out. So I'm going to take wins and losses totally out of it. Yeah. Uh, because they went 4-1 and one and 5-1. and one. They played the same amount of games. And I'm not counting playoffs. Fuck off. Deshaun Watson, 61% completion. Joe Flacco, 60%. That's a couple. That's like two passes. So, I, yeah. you know, we'll call that even. You know what? I'll even give it to Deshaun. Just for. I won't. I'll I, call it a watch. Here's why I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> because of the rest of this shit. <laughs> oh, 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 so this is almost like a sympathy give. Yes, this is a sympathy give. I'll give it to him because Flacco has 500 more passing yards, 1,600 to, or Deshaun's 11. <laughs> you fuck. Flacco has 13 TDs and eight interceptions. Deshaun Watson has seven touchdowns and four interceptions. <laughs> Joe Flacco has a higher touchdown percentage and a higher success percentage. Uh, he also has a longer pass. He has more average yards per attempt uh, at higher yards per catch. Almost double yards per game. He has a higher rating and a higher QBR, and the statue was sacked less. Flacco was is... sacked eight times. Deshaun Watson was sacked 17 and seven O's were probably in the Pittsburgh Steeler first matchup. Mm hmm. And this man <laughs> is making $46 million. Are Somebody, you, you can't fucking make this, kidding me? You, you can't make this make sense in any and sense of making it sense. Then there's going to be people like, oh, what about rushing yards? Okay, let's look at rushing yards. 142 rushing yards, one touchdown. That's it. So I'll add that another touchdown, and I'll add another 142 yards to his total yards that he brought in. Guess what? It's still less over more games. Are you kidding me? Sure. 
Joe Flacco's not even fucking mobile. If you want, if you ask Joe Flacco to run, he's gonna have to fucking be on one of those scooters that that, that obese people got to use a fucking stop and shop. What about a little rascal? <laughs> like, come on. This, but, but this is where again, when they really did a disservice to themselves by by letting Baker walk. Yep. Hundred percent. So you because because you had an organization that listened to Odell and listened to this guy and listened to this guy. You don't listen to your fan base, but you'll no. listen to fucking prima donna divas in your locker room, and they're and they're gonna and, and this shows you how little control ownership has of anything. Oh, you listen to that. You listen to them. Baker gave you everything, healthy or hurt. As much as I really can't stand the guy. But he gave you everything, and when he went out there, he played to the best of his ability and and competed. Okay? You wanted an adult quarterback. What did you get in return? Damaged, drama-filled, good. That's what you got. You you want an adult quarterback and sign the the biggest piece of shit on God's green earth. He makes the rock right now look like Jesus. Good God, man. I I mean, I I understand you got to pay the quarterback because he's, you know, like we always say, he's after the, after the the coach and and this guy and this guy, he's the guy who's got to execute. So he's your Mm -hmm. on field. And yet we, we bitch about the contracts because this is why. You have guys that like Jimmy Garoppolo, who have won nothing, that were making top dollar. You have guys like Patrick Mahomes, who's worth every bit of that contract. You have guys in the past like Ben, who are worth every part of that contract. Eli yep. Manning, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, you know, the John Elways of the world. You pay these guys now. They're not living up to the potential of the contract. And Deshaun Watson is the proof of Bill Cosby's pudding. It's it's nuts, man. I mean, he is making more than more per year as base salary than pretty sure Lamar. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know enough about contracts to, to get fully into it. He's making far too much money for the the output he's had. But yeah, and coach- you have enough. You have another what? Two years of this. Three. Get ready for more of the same. Three. Three. Get ready it's for five year contract. And you can't get out from under it unless you nope. find the tiniest loophole. One of them is detrimental act to the team. I don't know. Maybe being an alleged predator is one of them. But how do you put up with this? If you're if you're a franchise trying to stop being the punchline of the NFL, why would you? Add on to it by bringing this guy in, knowing the drama that came with it, knowing that he wasn't going to be the same guy he was before all this came out. They're looking for a Christmas miracle, man. I mean, they've got the elf on the shelf. It's a center field logo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking punt. I'm going to punt that fucking elf. Coach of the year, Stevin Savansky. I don't hate it. I think it should have been D'Amico, but I don't yeah. hate it. I don't. I, I get it. It was, you know, it was smart. I'll, I'll give I'll give credit where credit's due. I would have been happy either way. But let's go back. You know, let's get to the rookies. Offensive rookie of the year. I think it should have been Puka. 
but I'm not mad that it's CJ. If that makes any sense. Like, I think it should have been Puka. I almost would have went co on that one because nobody knew what Puka Nakua was going to do. And nobody thought CJ Stroud was going to perform to the level that he did. I, I did but, but somewhat. It, but, but it, well, the unknowledgeable didn't know, but the ones that know, no. But I think, again, it's just it, it's becoming a popularity thing and it's based on the hot name and doesn't matter what it is. But Puka Nakua, what, Puka, nobody expected Nakua to do what he was doing. No. And you could say, and you could say he benefited from not having Cooper Cup. But guess what? Cooper Cup came back what week five? Yeah. And everybody thought that Cooper was going to be the bulk of the offense. And Matt Stafford said, "Ah, oh, fuck that! I've been throwing to this kid for five fucking weeks. I'm going to keep throwing to him, and he might get more than you. And I don't give a shit." I actually remember this kid's name, and I don't need my face binder to do it. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Well, and to go back to go back to CJ Stroud for the people who are like, oh, like if anybody if anybody is questioning, go back to our pre-draft episodes from almost a year ago at this point and listen to me, listen to Jalen, Jim, I think you might have been on this too. I said yeah. this test is bullshit. This test is stupid. And what's funny is did we discuss it on the last one? Yeah, we did actually. We, we, we figure where the people that bashed it were the ones who were like, oh, it's not a big deal now. Yeah, now uh, they're coming. Uh, now they're like, well, now this uh, test doesn't. Uh, he proves this test doesn't mean a lot, which is like, no, 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 no. Stop it. No. Because I remember every one of y'all motherfuckers was like, oh, you know, no quarterback has ever succeeded with a test this low. No player has ever succeeded with a test this low. Here's the averages, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is why your advanced analytics are stupid. Like it's Stroud. And I I said it in those episodes and this is coming from a Jaguars fan. So, you know, it's hurtful to say this, but I, I, I will give credit where credit's due forever. And always I said, Anthony Richardson had the highest ceiling out of any of these quarterbacks. And I still firmly believe that if he can get his health right and fix some accuracy concerns, which there, it wasn't as bad. It, it wasn't as, as someone who watched all of his games. Florida, his and, and Anthony Richardson's junior year led the it led the NCAA, I believe, in drops. Were there some bad reads? Sure, but it was also his first year as a full time starter. It happens. Nobody makes perfect reads every single time. No. But I thought that he had the highest ceiling. I said Stroud is the most complete quarterback, yeah. and he would be. And he is. The, and he would be the second best quarterback in this class if Anthony Richardson reaches his full potential. Uh, I said that Levis was going to be a bum. So far, I'm correct. <laughs> although, although he plays a mean game of ping pong, apparently, because apparently he beat Trevor oh. Lawrence in some ping pong tournament. And I'm like, I don't care about this. I did also he's find not, out he's not a true ping pong champion until he plays one man. Forrest Gump. <laughs> or the guy in Balls of Fury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go watch Either that movie way. if you guys haven't. Either which way, Will Levis is fucked, especially against Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. You may not be a good quarterback, but you suck at ping pong, too. <laughs> I may not be a smart man, but like it's. <laughs> 
and I thought he I, and I, I believe I also said that whoever goes to the Panthers, which I thought should have been Stroud, but Bryce Young ended up going to the Panthers. I was like, look, Bryce Young is going. I thought he was going to have a hard time, and it wasn't because of his size. It's because that offensive line is hot garbage. That organization is hot garbage. Well, that whole line. That O-line is on the same milk carton as uh, Miles Garrett was for six weeks. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not mad about this. Stroud played great. He, he's cemented himself as a great player in this league already. It's only been one year. He needs to be able to follow it up. And it'll be interesting to see what happens next year when people have a full year's worth of tape on him. So it'll keep things interesting. Also, I don't know who has to hear it. Stop bringing up the man's dad. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not, ne- it's not necessary. It's not relevant. It has nothing to do with anything. Like, look at it. It, it cast a, a shadow over his successes. So stop it. Like, yeah. it, it's not necessary. And like, it, it's the same thing. It, it you know, you, you leave out my dad too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. That one, like, I didn't even entertain it. It's like, listen, you know what? At the end of the day, the guy's got his demons. They're separate people. Look at it and, that way. And and Patrick Mahomes Sr. is one person. Patrick Mahomes the second is a different junior. person. Junior. Ju- Call him what he is. <laughs> junior. He is junior. He's married to Miss Piggy. His brother's an asshole. I'm not swinging but, on that one. <laughs> but regardless to the fact, you don't have to go on social media and then rip the guy. No. Like, just because not for nothing, last I checked, none of us live perfect lives. Because if we all did, nobody would have legal problems or whatever the fuck they got going no, on. It's like perfect. ripping Andy Reid for his shithole of a kid. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, not saying Andy Reid's yeah. a great dad, but he didn't. He didn't do what his son got convicted of. Yeah. He didn't do what and his Patrick, son did. Patrick Mahomes Jr. didn't give his dad the alcohol and tell him, here's the keys to my car. Go drive it. Dad, drive home. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Go pick up Jackson. He's doing TikToks. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Patrick Mahomes. Did, did you, 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 you see this now? The world's excited because Taylor is back ahead of schedule. Oh, what did he do? I don't. I don't. I don't care, care. at this point because, because the, this is the thing. When it first started, all right. So when it first started, and it's not going to lead to a bashathon, like it started off as. Nobody liked it because they were focusing on her. Still are. They still do it. Here's the thing. This is the way the NFL is. They will take any opportunity. And for the, for the Swifties that listen, I'm not calling her a whore. What, what I'm about to say, they're whoring out the situation. They are. It, it's it, what... it's popularity. But she also made them just by her being at games $331 million. You don't think the NFL is going to whore that out for every last penny they can get? Not, Not like they point. need it. Not like they need it, but they're going to do it because the NFL is a money-making machine. Hell, if we were popular, 
they'd whore us out. I'd yeah. be here for it. And I would uh, love to see, oh, they're going to pan in on these two guys again? I could pin out of the NFL. If I get money, yeah. I'm not sure. I can pimp yeah. out of the NFL. It's fine. It's yeah. for me. It, it's and I guess that's a better way to put that. So it, it, for me, like it, it's that's what they're doing. Like they're people are mad at her for existing, and that's and be, yeah. before before I get into this, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I don't like her music very much. I, I don't. I'm not her, but like I I respect what she's done. Because you got to respect it. Like, it, it's feel the same way about, like, look at it this way. Like, when people go, I, I hate Eminem. Eminem's a terrible rapper. It's like, okay, you don't have to like him or his music, but, like, respect what he's done. That's yeah. it. And that goes for anybody. Like, people are like, oh, I don't, I, I like Biggie better than I like Tupac. Okay, well, also, like, do you respect what Tupac has done for, you know, do you respect what Tupac's yeah. done and, like, achieved? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess. I was like, okay, cool. So, like, you don't have to like the person, but you got to respect it at least. So yeah. you also, she's not asking to be on camera every single time. She's in the luxury boxes. Do you know how many people are in those damn luxury boxes? Not many. Well, it's also more of like, do you know how many famous people and wealthy people are in those luxury boxes that they could pan in on and they, and they choose her. So it's one of those things where it's they're they're pimping her out to bring in a different fan base and I, I respect it from a marketing standpoint, but holy shit, is it annoying? Yeah. I'm getting real tired of it. So, but, but I don't even know how we got here. We got way off the rails on this. We'll get back to Taylor in a little bit. Well, I also said, well, we also said last night that that'll be a profit. How many times they pan, pan in on, tw- on Taylor Swift? It will. Uh, It'll absolutely be a profit. <laughs> pound, pound the over. Pound. <laughs> Over, like Brent Jesus. says, like, like Brent said last night, put the house on it. The over, do it. It's put a gonna thousand in the house on it. Well, let's. <laughs> what I would not have put a thousand in the house on is Will Anderson Jr. winning rookie or defensive rookie of the year. I, I would not have picked him to win that. I, I, the, I don't think I don't think he had a great rookie year. I I think mainly he. I, I I guess they kind of gave it to him because he's on a team that overachieved. But then at that point, to go back to what you were saying, how it should have been D'Amico Ryan's, how do the offensive defensive rookie of the year both come from the same team, but the coach doesn't win coach of the year? Because they had to give sympathy to Cleveland and give them no, two I know. I, I, well, give them two awards. The the comeback player one is mm, because I, for, yeah, I, for, I, for Baker not to even be considered for it after the season he had, and you could take away, you know, the disdain that people have for him. Mm-hmm. But but when he's on that field, he plays with that grit that you want. And yeah. it's not like he came back from a life-threatening injury. It's not like he came back because he was at Costco. At, at, at that point, just take comeback player of the year away then, because then what does it really mean? Trying you to came find back, the voting for it. You, you fucking came back from what? Aisle five? It, 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 like, is that what we're saying with Joe Flacco winning it? 
Joe Flacco, comeback player of the year because he found the car in the parking lot of the fucking mall. Yeah, congratulations. Shouldn't have won it. I'm not taking away what he did. No. Just fucking take the award away at this point. You know what? Just fucking be done. The, the only award they got right that a Steeler won is the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Thank you. Finally, Cam Hayward wins it. Yeah. It's for me, and I, I don't remember who was up for. I know who was up for defensive rookie of the year voting, and I honestly think it should have gone to either Jalen Carter or Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon, Witherspoon, Witherspoon with, quietly had a good year. Witherspoon very quietly had a very good year. So well, I do that you want, one, you know why he didn't win it. See, I know why. There you go. But yeah, I, I think Flacco should have won. Like, it, it, that, and that's not disrespect to Demar Hamlin. You, you literally like. Shout out to my buddy Kendall. He said, like, just because you met Jesus doesn't mean you get to win it. I'm like, oh shit. He's not, and he's not wrong. Like, and that, that's the fact that he was able to come back and play is incredible. But you also, and I'm, I'm not taking anything away. I don't know what that's like. I'll never know what that's like. Hopefully. Well, actually, I will never know what that. I I won't know what that's like because I'll never play in the NFL. Uh, But (laughs) unless one of of these GMs is listening when I call out like guys like Zach Wilson and and Deshaun Watson to be like, look, like you will pay me 20% of what you're paying that man. I'll come up there and try to throw it together for a minute. (laughs) That, that that, That whole thing with Zach Wilson. Like it's hilarious. There's a, a lot coming out to like you're getting nothing for him. Like, why are you even gonna try to trade him? You you, you might as well just stick with him being the backup to Aaron Rodgers at this it's point. Hilarious. You wouldn't even get a pair of fucking Miles Garrett sweaty socks after a game for him. You know who you would get though? So you, you know who you could trade this. for? Perfect one to one ratio trade. Chase Claypool. Oh, God. <laughs> Chase Claypool curse comes to the Wendy's. Comes to the Wendy's four for four and a Little Caesars hot and ready pizza. <laughs> Literally gets traded to Chicago. They suck. He goes to Miami, and they... I don't think he played. Uh, no, Did I think he they play? Just, I think they just used him as a guy that just stands there. That's all he's good for. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, again, no, dis- yeah, no, no disrespect to Demar, but I, I, I agree with the Joe Flacco comeback player of the year. Like, because Joe also brought an impact to the game, but Baker should have been considered. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think that's it for NFL honors. Let's get into the Super Bowl before we close it out because we have one final prediction. Uh, and here, here's what I will say. And this goes for everybody. This goes for every team. This doesn't just go for the Niners or the Chiefs or anybody. How did I put this? Heavy's talked about it. Sue's talked about it. We've gone back and forth with it a little bit. Not everyone could be the fucking underdog. Would you like, if you are ever curious on whether you're the underdog or not, here's what you can do. There is a proven way and a telltale way that you can 
figure out if you are or you aren't. I want you to pull up your ESPN app. I want you to click on your scoreboard. I want you to find the game, and I want you to look at the spread. <laughs> are you favored in the spread? You are? Cool. You're not the fucking underdog. I'm tired of this shit. I saw some <laughs> Niners thing where it was like the Niners are practicing. It's us against the world. No, it's not. It's literally everyone outside of Eagles fans and the people who live in the state of Kansas and the state of Missouri who are pulling for you. Yeah. Like, and then of course the whole Taylor Swift fan base is pulling for the Chiefs, but like, you're not the underdog. You have 48 of the 50 states pulling for you. Like, I don't, because it, it's not even all people in Pennsylvania. Like, I'm sure Steelers fans are pulling for the Niners because we're tired of, like, we're tired of seeing the Chiefs. It's like the same thing as seeing, you know, it, it's like the, you know, the Cavaliers playing the Warriors and seeing, you know, the Warriors or the Cavs or, you know, it's like seeing LeBron in the finals again. Good for him. I'm real tired of seeing it. Give me somebody yeah. new. Give me something new. That's why I love seeing a, a, a Heat Nuggets final last year because it's like, this is so different. This is great. Yeah. Like, or even is... like, or even like in baseball, what was it? Rangers. Yeah, rain. Rain was it? Rangers Astros. Was that it? No, it was Rangers. Holy shit! Why the fuck am I drawing a blank? Because it's an AL and an NL team. Yeah. Even though there's interleague. Fucking regardless, nobody ever would have thought the Rangers would win it. And this schmuck picked them to win it back in fucking August. <laughs> Rangers and the Diamondbacks. Yeah, who would have fucking thunk that Get bullshit? Diamondbacks. Right, you, 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 know, you know, like in hockey, the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year? Yeah. To the Stanley Cup? I, I'm all for You know what it is? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe because I've seen. I don't know. Maybe because I'm older now, but like growing up, like it was always the Bulls in the NBA Finals. And, yeah. it, was, and it was great, but you didn't have the same teams there all the time. Like, yeah, it was always the Bulls, but it was like Bulls Trailblazers, Bulls yeah. Suns, Bulls Jazz. You know, like it was like that. You know, like when the Yankees were winning World Series, it was Yankees Padres, Yankees Mets, you know, Yankees Braves. You know, like in football, we've seen this for 20 years already, where it's the same team that couldn't be stopped. And we could bitch, piss, and moan about it until some team beats them. Yeah. And Niners fans out there, stop with the bang bang Niner gang gang shit because that's a Stiller gang thing. You stupid fucks. Case stop in point. Because E forty's getting a response from from Stiller gang. Don't worry, it's We're, coming. We'll even go back to like let's take it to hockey. Let's take it to Brenton Dave's territory in this twenty eighteen. Do you remember the twenty eighteen Stanley Cup? It was the Capitals versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Something yeah. different. It wasn't the Penguins. Wasn't the Blackhawks. Wasn't uh you know the lightning? It won't be it was the Rangers. Something different. Oh no, it won't be the Rangers for a long time. It wasn't the Bruins. No, it was well, somebody well, well, different. No, because if it's the Rangers, it's in another ten years. Ah, uh, because they're forty years. So they won it when I was twelve. So by by the by history curse, forty years, I'll be fifty-two, and they'll win it then, and then I could say I, I i got to see a rangers stanley cup in my childhood and on the verge of death did it did the oilers end up do they still have that win streak 
what for most st- consecutive Stanley Cups? Oh, they don't. Oh no. Oh, Dave, I'm sorry, man. No, the Oilers were going on a fucking tear oh. at one point. I don't know if they, I don't know if they won it or not, but there was a one point where they were actually up for the uh, longest win streak in NHL history. And I don't, I don't remember if they, did they get it? I don't know if they got it. I wouldn't ask Dave. Oh, they didn't. No, Dave's not happy about it. They fell short. Vegas broke the streak on February 6th. Oilers won 16 straight. They were going on a fucking tear there. Holy shit. Sorry, back back to football and Super Bowl. I in all sports, look at the spread. If you are favored in the spread, you're not the fucking underdog. If you are not favored in the spread, congratulations. You're the underdog. You did it. <laughs> Yay, you did it. Good for you. It's fucking it, you can't all be the underdog. It's impossible. It, it, it's no. it's insane to me. But like look. I'm pulling for the Niners. I want this yep. for Shanahan. I, I like Purdy, and I would much rather deal with Niners fans than Chiefs fans, mainly because I, I can't fucking stand Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I can't stand him. And it has it, – oh, it's because he's – no, it has nothing to do with who he dates. I don't care. It's none of my business. If I didn't know about him and Taylor Swift, I wouldn't. I still wouldn't care. I don't care now. I don't care then. That is not what goes into this hatred of him. He's an arrogant prick, and I can't stand him. <laughs> I I hate him so. He doesn't care. He has no idea who I am. I can't stand it. Jason, you're cool, man. <laughs> Jason Kelsey is cool. We're cool, dog. You and I, we're good. I hate your brother. <laughs> I hate your brother. I'm sorry. You and I are cool. I can't stand your brother. And I like I, I respect Patrick. I got nothing against Patrick. I know I was doing his Kermit voice, and it's you know, people are gonna make fun of me because I, I sound like I sound like a 14-year-old Ed Ogeron, especially when I wake up in the morning since I can try to cold start a chainsaw with my voice. <laughs> wake up just yeah, what's going on, guys? It's not like Belichick, but like a little bit louder almost. <laughs> yeah. My my voice is not. My my voice is not perfect either, so y'all feel free to make fun of mine. That's fine. I don't care. But like, oh, it's... it's gonna be all right. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> make fun of Doc Rivers' voices. Yeah, that's fine. Voices are here to make fun of. We're cool. You can't laugh at yourself. You can't laugh at. It's not his fault. <gasps> not his fault. It's not Ben's fault. We're gonna bring Ben to this team. We're gonna turn the whole thing around. If it's not gonna be his fault, he's not gonna do anything wrong. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's you not know what Ben's. I want- you know what I love speaking of like Ben Simmons? Mm. So the other night he plays like one of like he plays like one game out of like every three weeks because he yeah. always has like some history injury. So like he actually thinks like that he's like a thug on the court now. Cause like, oh I'm on the court, you can't fuck with me. I don't know. Something happened, he like he like shoves like Jared Allen or whatever from the freaking Oh, and years. Jared Allen was I think I saw that. He gets up in his face, he's like, What are you gonna do? What are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm waiting for Ben Simmons to be like, oh, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> my neck, my back, my neck and my back. Well, it's like with, it, it's like with Dylan Brooks, too. Oh, what a fucking chooch. I can't stand him. I can't. I hate that fucking He's prick. A clown. He's a clown. I can't stand you Dylan stand, Brooks. 
you, you stared down LeBron in that playoff series, and then you talked all this shit how you're gonna beat LeBron. And I, was, I don't respect I, any. I don't respect I anybody who doesn't drop forty on me. Why is anyone dropping forty on you? <laughs> Why is anyone dropping a forty on you? No one should drop forty on you. No one should no. drop. No one should drop thirty on you or twenty. Like twenty five should be the bar. You put up twenty five on me. All right, cool. Like you put up twenty twenty five. Respect. Like we're good. But like forty. 40's overkill. 40's overkill. 40's disgusting. That, that, that's when Dylan Brooks should put his tail between his legs and just shut the fuck up. No, if someone puts forty on you in basketball, that's your dad now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're his son. That's just how it is. That's your new dad. Enjoy. He dropped forty on you. Are you serious? I, I can't. No, I, I hate Dylan Brooks. Anyways, well, my well then Michael Jordan's, Michael Jordan's got a lot of kids, then, and one of them ain't, ain't and one, and only one of them's banging Scottie Pippen's ex. Allegedly, or no, is that proven? <laughs> oh, they, they are in fact. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's once messy. Again, once again, a Pippin always needs a Jordan to stay relevant. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, well, let's just so. I got the Niners winning this. We'll we'll do our final NFL predictions of the season. You won the regular season. Uh, eat, unless we go different, the best we can do is tie for the postseason. Because I think nah, I got the postseason. I can't. I they, I I can't pick the Kansas City Patriots. I can't, I can't. I can't do it. And it's not a knock on Patrick Mahomes, but it's I see what I I I can see what they're doing, and we've already seen this story before, and we mm-hmm. don't need to see it again. But there's got to be a team out there that can beat the that could beat this Chiefs team. And the Niners, this is the, listen, the window, what people don't realize, if you're a Niners fan, this window is closing. Mm-hmm. It's not that wide open as you think because you're going to lose key pieces in free agency. Yep. You don't have the cap space to, to retain a lot of these guys. And you're going to have to pay Brock <laughs> Purdy now. That's the, other, that's the other thing. You're going to have to pay Brock Purdy now. So, oh, big confidence, Brock. So, so, so you have to pay him. And Kyle Shanahan, this is the game that to me either makes or breaks his coaching legacy. Can he, yeah, can he break out from the shadow of the 28 to 3 debacle as an offensive coordinator? Then the last time they played the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, can yep. he break away from those two shadows? And say, I did it. The I, beat Andy, yeah. I beat Andy Reid once. It's like the little Giants effect with Danny O'Shea and Kevin O'Shea. The annexation of Puerto Rico. Let's, for me, like, it, it's, I think the Niners have more to lose. I also think the Niners are the more complete team. I think they have the better offensive line. I think they have, they don't have the better quarterback. I'm not going there. They have the better no. wide receiver core. Kadarius Tony, I'm sorry, dog. You're not a number one wide receiver, no matter what you may think. Uh you if we didn't have, do the Kadarius Tony would actually have to catch the ball first. And before he catches the ball, he has to know where to line the fuck up. If we didn't have the award list before that quote came out, he would have also came he it would have been a three way tie for worst headline. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, that was great. Well, 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 how about that? Or he blames 
AI for his Instagram rant. Did you see that one? Where, I did not see that. Right, so they, they uh, he was a scratch from the AFC Championship yeah. game, and apparently he said, what the fuck y'all talking about? I'm healthy. Fucking, you know, this team's acting like a bunch of bitches. I'm good to go. Or I saw his rant. Just, just, yeah, that's the rant that he's blaming AI on for doing it. So I was explaining it to somebody, and they're like, yeah, well, AI be fucking up lately. I'm like, no. Kadarius Tony just be talking out of his ass lately. That's it, all that is. Here's my thing with that, too. The team's trying to help you, man, because they're going to move on from you in this offseason. So they're going to yeah. try to trade your ass to another team. And if you're a healthy scratch, on a, it, you, you have zero trade value. None. Like, they're big picture, dog. <laughs> big yeah. picture. Sleep on, Let's put it, sleep on right. it for a night. Zach, Zach Wilson's got more value than you. Sleep on it for a night, man. I've done it a thousand times where I've typed up a reply to something or I've typed up a draft to something on Twitter and I'll just let it sit for a little bit, let it sit for an hour, read it a couple times, save it the drafts, come back, read a couple hours later, be like, yeah, it's not worth it. Now let's delete it. Like it, it's think about it for just just think. That's it. Just think. It ain't hard. But I, I think the Niners have the better receiving core. I think the Niners have the better defense. I think the Niners have the better tight end. And that it, it, I'm going to get some heat for this. It's because I think Kittle is a do-it-all tight end. He's a physical blocker. He's a good receiver. He does everything you need a tight end to do. Not saying Kelsey doesn't have good blocking stuff, but it, it, I, Kittle's the better blocker. I think Kittle's the more complete yeah. tight end. If you switch them in offenses, I think Kittle has a similar level of success that Kelsey has. And Kelsey will not have the level of success that Kittle has in Shanahan's offense. I just think that's how it is. If I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's happened. I've been right before. I've been wrong before. And I guarantee I will be right again. I guarantee I will be wrong again at some point. That's fine. I think the Niners have the... The Niners were built to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And it has to be this year because... You could take like what Dan Campbell said at the end of the of the Lions 49er game, which that was a tale of two different teams and two different halves. Yep. And a tale of stupidity. Yep. You could have big balls in week seven, but in an NFC championship game where it's literally you're on the Cinderella story, you cannot leave points on the field. Yeah. You take the points every time. I don't care what AWS stats tells you and the probability of going for it on fourth and two. This is, this is the problem with, with, with these with, with all these analytics now. Everybody's going based on that. Coach with some fucking common sense. Fourth and two and you're in field goal range. You're talking about the Lions Chiefs in the Super Bowl, not Niners Chiefs. Yeah. Take the point. That, that's how big of a swing this became. And not only that, the Lions came out hot in the first half. And yeah. the and, and the Niners were flat as can be. All of a sudden, the second half, it's like the roles reversed. And Dan Campbell's like, here you go, Kyle. Here's yeah. the game. We don't want to go to the Super Bowl. We want to be known as the team that almost got there. I want so my own 23 experience. He got it. He in essence got it. In a way, maybe it wasn't twenty-eight to three, but he got that experience. Yeah. Also, speak, speaking of uh, experiences and rebuilds and taking the points and everything, I did my my yearly Jaguars rebuild that I do after we after we lose. 
took me one year to win a fucking Super Bowl in Madden. And I get that it's Madden, but like I went, uh, I think it was 10 and six. No, 11 and five. 11 and five. 11 and six. I don't fucking know. 11 and six. I went 11 and six. Went 11 and six. Won the fucking Super Bowl <laughs> in one goddamn year. <laughs> one year. Oh, man. I swear to God. I this team is so fucking close. <laughs> I, I literally, I even, I try to make this as realistic as possible. I change a playbook on offense, but I went because I, I don't want what's as nuts as our, I, I don't want Sherwood as our coach, but I, I ran with the defense that the Falcons ran and their personnel to keep it as consistent as possible. Guess what? One fucking year to rebuild. <laughs> this team is right there. I swear to God. And I get that it's madness, whatever. It's fine. I don't care. I just thought like, it was one year, man. But anyways, yeah. Jim, who you got for the Super Bowl, man? Then we got to wrap it up. We're, we're well over an hour. Just <laughs> Pretty much, I'm like I said before. I'm going with the Niners. It's, I, it I, 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 I literally think half the world is going with the fucking Niners because they don't want to see Patrick Mahomes win it no. again. Because we got to see Brittany Mahomes run around on the field and Jackson Mahomes TikToking with the friggin' Lombardi. If, if, if I see that, I'm gonna friggin' find a way to Jackson Mahomes' house and smack him over the head with that fucking Lombardi trophy. Allegedly. <laughs> well, I, will, I will allegedly get a plane ticket and allegedly leave from... Hypothetically. However, it is working. To, to hypothetically, allegedly hit Jackson Mahomes in the head with a Lombardi and then TikTok over him. Spiritually. Spiritually, <laughs> I will TikTok over him. Because the power of Christ, because the power of Christ compels me. Jesus. Oh my God. This made me think of, do you remember this is the end? That yep. movie with, where, oh, really? Does it compel me? Really? <laughs> does it, Jay? Does the does power it, Jay? of Christ compel me? Oh, does it, Jay? Does, does it, the Jay? power of Christ compel me? Does it? <laughs> Anyways. He's on fucking fire. What a, what a fucking note to end on. You got anything else you went into, man? Oh, God. A, a true classic. <laughs> oh, just chaos. You know, it's funny. I, I just had the scene with friggin' Danny McBride and James Franco playing in my head with the magazine. <laughs> oh, God. You have, house, you have a house built with iPads in your wall and you're reading friggin' magazines, Buck Rogers. God, I love that movie. Uh, back back to movie time with Jim and Garrett. All right. Anyways, <laughs> you got anything else you went into besides that? Nah, because when we come back from the break, we could go into Arthur Smith and all that yeah. shit. There, there will not be an episode next week. Um, it is actually my grandmother's 90th birthday, so I'm gonna be away. Uh, so deal with it. Um, <laughs> deal with it. Anyways, you, you missed us last week. We're here this week. You'll miss us next week. We'll be back the week after that. Quit whining. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you like the show, you can let us know by following us, find information. Bus, you should follow us at Fan of the Van on Twitter for Jim, at TDS and Potter, at ITA Bad Take Pod on Twitter for me. Those are the two shows that I handle. Um, if you like the show, let everybody know. Tell your friends, your relatives, your uncles. Crazy move and watch your, your, your Netflix and chilling. No, podcast and chill. That's what we're doing now. 
flip your sports podcast and listen to us two morons ramble from <laughs> opposite ends of the fucking East Coast. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, give us five star reviews to whatever platform you listen to. Doesn't matter which one it is, whichever one you prefer, five star reviews and, and leave a review. Does not have to actually be a legible review. You can literally just, it, here's what you can review. Just type in, it's not Ben's fault. Rate five stars. It's not Ben's fault. And that's it. It's all you need. Drives us up the charts. Don't know why it works, but it, it does. So feed the algorithm gods, keep us moving, keep us going. And that's how we're going to do this. If you also like the show and you rate those five stars and get those comments, you'll usually get a shout out. Or if you're a show that we like and work with or collab with or listen to as well, we might think you'll like them too. So if you like our show, obviously go check out, uh, if you listen to mine, go check out Fan of the Van. If you listen on Jim's in, go check out Is This a Bad Take. Go check out Two News of Sports News. We just put out our, our own episode where we did end of season awards. Uh, they weren't like this. Uh, what we did on Two News of Sports News is we came up with our own end of season awards. Things like the Brock Osweiler Award for the biggest waste of cap space for this year. The uh, Steve Smith Senior Award for the biggest trash talker. Yeah, the 20 at three awards for biggest wa- or biggest loss. Go check those out. Uh, that just came out uh, Saturday morning. Um, go check out Brent and Dave over 1420 Sports. Uh, I'm not going to put a thousand of the house on it that you'll like them, uh, but they do put out some good shows. Uh, let's say a very inside joke. Uh, <laughs> that's a pre-show inside joke that only four of you are going to get um, but go check out that show go check out the BSN Sports Podcast uh, go check out Aaron for Brutally Honest Sports go check out Darian for Chill Takes he's got his podcast up and going again he's also on TikTok if you want to check him out Dave and John the love of the playing field the guys of the We Like Sports Podcast uh, go check out Average Sports and go check out Cigar and Sports it, it's it's an incredible concept you know it's a very uh, quite quite the combination here um <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm just coming in with haymakers for inside jokes, <laughs> and, and and yeah, and you, you you get a lot of good. Uh, you get a douchebag of the week, which nobody's off limits. So if anybody watched it last night, even porn stars get it too. Jesus, uh, go check out Sports After Dark. Always, always, always go check out Sports After Dark. Uh, go check out Visit Vegas Place if you're looking for something to do in Vegas. If you like wrestling. Go check out John for Wrestling Fan Insight. Um, also, go check out uh, You Bet Smart and go check out Nate's Daily Wager as well. If I missed you, you know who you are. You know we love you and we appreciate the support. I don't think I did, but if I did, you know who you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace.